Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. Oh, baby, we are back. And the Lions are back in the playoff on head over heels. I mean, they, they will go from 7% Odds to make the playoffs to 21% in one weekend. We're going to get into all that, but their big victory over the Lions, we're going to really dive into here. But we got some of the Blue Kool-Aid crew, so I'm Big <laughs> Z, and we got Bob. Hello. And then our producer, TJ, might be chiming in every once in a while in the episode. Um, got a thin crowd tonight. I know, so it's got like difficulties, but that's okay, because we're still here, and we're going to get this podcast out to our listeners because we got to talk about it. this is a huge game this is one of the biggest lines victories in uh since before the patricia era probably oh, uh, yeah. and, and bob you were there right? before you even dive into the game just how was the energy at the stadium you I, saw a great game uh i was there experience. uh i was there connor was there we we were together and uh it was an amazing experience i mean the fans have been great all season at ford field like, i gotta tip it to the fans you know even when they were struggling there they were still coming out but now, I mean, there's just so much excitement about the team and and uh, positive energy, you know, because it used to always be like you'd, you'd sit at the board field and you'd wait for like, oh, what's going to go wrong at the end? You, know? <laughs> yeah. you, you, you walk in and have like a great performance by one of our players and then somehow they blow it in the end like, oh, shit. You know, but, <laughs> but it's just a different vibe with this team. I mean, these guys fight down to the end. I mean, you know, they've always fought, but they know how to finish games now. And, yeah, I mean, compare that to the first time they played the Vikings early in the season to this uh, this game, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch it with some people, or how did you watch the game? Oh no, I had too much going on. You know, I had, I had work and stuff to do, <laughs> so I was just yeah. able to just watch it at home, luckily. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, don't worry. I I, I was fully on the hype train. I was yelling and screaming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a beautiful thing, nonetheless. Uh, and I don't know if you know a lot of Vikings fans, but I know a few, and it, it's always uh you know, a little nicer to, to get to win over any of these division opponents, really. The Lions are three and one in the NFC North this year. Uh, yeah. And and they should finish five and one when they play the Packers and Bears next. So a really successful year from that standpoint. And uh, I mean, do you want to talk about where the Lions are in the playoff hunt or do we want to get to that later and talk about the game first? What are you, what are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to hit the playoff thing right off the bat. All right, all, let's do we're, it. We're all excited. So, <laughs> with I, I, in case you haven't heard it, the Lions obviously moved to six and seven, and they got some help this weekend. The Seahawks at home against the Panthers, uh, who have an interim head coach, lost. Uh, the Panthers beat the Seahawks. That helps out the Lions. 
as the Seahawks move to seven and six. So the Lions right now are in ninth. Um, they trail. The Lions are going to win division. They're way too, too far behind the Vikings. The Lions would have to win out. Vikings lose out for the Lions to win a division. So near impossible. Um, but we trail, as we mentioned in other episodes, we trail the Commanders, the Giants, and the Seahawks uh, for that six and seven spot in the uh, NFC wild card. The Commanders had a bye week, seven, five, and one. They remain. The Giants, they got their ass beat by the Eagles. So. They moved to 7-5-1 and one as well. Now, those two teams play each other next week. And then the Seahawks, they lost. They moved to 7-6. and six. The Seahawks have a tough couple of games. They are, On Thursday night, they're they're hosting the 49ers, and they play the Chiefs right after that. Uh, so, and the Chiefs are, the Seahawks are not expected to win that. And the Lions, they have the, they're on the road against the Jets. Um, and then the we have the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers left. So, yeah. The, the Lions, uh, they, I think they're going to be favored in the remainder of their games, actually, because the Lions, they were underdogs against the Jets in the initial line came out, but now they're one-point favorites, actually, in New York. I know. See, how about it? Like, uh, a few weeks ago, well, we were 1-6. and six, The playoffs seemed like such a daunting task. I mean, they still have a tough road ahead of them, but now it's, like, in reach. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, and reasonably, you know, it's not like a, a far stretch. You know, the way they're playing right now and the, what their schedule is. Can, oh, absolutely. No doubt. I think if they, and, they, I mean, we have to obviously other teams have to do whatever they do, but uh, I think if we get to 10 wins, we're going to get in. I just think it's going to work out. I do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you go to 538, uh, you do like if you just have the Lions win out, they give them a 92% chance to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Uh, like what Justin Rogers had a thing today, like if the Lions beat the Jets and there was two other games that had to happen, San Francisco and yeah, San Francisco beats the Seahawks and the Commanders yeah. uh, beat the Giants. I then believe. we get to 50% just you know, in a week. So, you know, right. you move fast. So, as long as Washington and New York don't tie again. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, them tying a second tie might benefit the line. I'm not sure how that works. I think wins is uh, you would need. So, actually, that might benefit the Lions. Either yeah. way, um, <laughs> it. It, the Lions have set themselves up in tremendous position, especially considering they were one and six. And that game, and they should have won in Buffalo. But we could also say they should have beat Seattle. They should have beat the Dolphins. So, um, yeah, right. I but um, just amazing. There's only been one other team in NFL history that started one and six and made the playoffs. And in the 70s, it was the Bengals, I believe. So, uh, one and a half percent chance uh, the Konecki guy on Sunday Night Football halftime said the Lions had when they were one and six to make the playoffs. And now they have. Times that by sixteen hundred percent. So, oh yeah, and I, and I was talking to some people, and you, I think you'd probably agree with this. If the Lions do manage to win out and get to the playoffs, I wouldn't want to face them if I were no. the team. Like, like they're gonna they're like get the hottest team out. in the NFL right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And I mean, if you, so well. I mean, I, 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 if you listen to a lot of these national podcasts too, it's like who, who is better than the Lions in the NFC? Maybe the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. Like the Lions just proved that they're better than the Vikings. Um, they beat yeah. the Commanders and the Giants, who are also in the playoff field. So uh, the Lions, th- it would be it would be a shame at this point if they didn't make the playoffs because yeah. they're one of the better teams in the NFC. And and the, the Eagles that. are the cream of the crop, and we gave them a game. I mean, and that was right. when we weren't as good. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean they're probably better too, but you know, I think it'd be a good game. It's not an easy win for the, you know, if they do end up facing us. That would be a tough matchup. Absolutely. So later in the week, we'll talk about, you know, what what to look for this weekend. Um, 
and some of the playoff scenarios for you to watch. Uh, but Thursday night, I don't think we'll have it out in time, our, our podcast. Or maybe we will. Yeah, we actually will. But anyways, uh, yeah. Seattle hosting uh, the 49ers, so we'll be rooting for the 49ers. And then, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The Lions still need to leapfrog the Seahawks by two games because um, the Seahawks do have the tiebreaker. Over us, unfortunately, I'm going to call the 45-42 um, <laughs> shootout at home. Yeah, no, a couple of those teams above us play each other, don't they? So somebody's going to get a win. Yep, Commanders and Giants play on Sunday Night Football this week. So Yeah. And it's a shame, too. Like, when you watch a team like the Buccaneers, like, they're leading their division at 6-7, and seven and they look horrible. Like, <laughs> I, Actually, yeah. I was listening to a podcast, uh, and they gave an interesting suggestion. Like, you can make the playoffs if you win your division, but you have to have a certain win threshold to hit. Otherwise, <laughs> you can be removed from the playoffs. Uh, I don't, I don't like that. I was talking with somebody like that. I know it sucks that the Bucks are doing like we'd be in easily, but I kind of like divisional format than your traditional uh, opponents, and you just be good in your division. I don't know. I, I see the other side of it, but what do you yeah. think? Do you like that adjusted I, thing? I don't know. Like the, the Buccaneers are six and seven, and three of those wins are within their division, which is horrible. <laughs> so yeah, but like the one year, remember Seattle made the playoffs with a losing record. <laughs> Yeah, and they won. They won. Yeah, so so weird things happen, but I think in general it kind of corrects itself. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so let's dive into this game, shall we? A 34-23. I mean, let's start with the first touchdown of the game. Second down and five. Lions from the Viking 41. Golf play action fake. Time in the pocket. Looks, looks. Throws deep downfield. Got a man wide open. Inside the five. Caught. End zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Jamison Williams. Welcome to Detroit, young man. How about that? 41 yards. That's the 12th overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Jameson Williams, welcome to the Detroit Lions. Great. How great was it seeing that in person, his first touchdown? He looked like the happiest man on the face of the planet. He was so open, Goff didn't even know how to throw it to him. He he said he, like, threw a bad throw. It's like a bad punt is what he said, you know? (laughs) But he he was so open, he was, like, shocked. And, um... (laughs) But it was that's what I, you know, in our game preview, that's what I was saying. Uh, I didn't think JMO was going to have a big game, but I thought he had one big splash play, and, and this was it, man. Because what a, what a great thing! Your first reception, forty-one yard touchdown. He was so open. I, I I can't believe he got that open. I know it was a mistake on their part, but it's, it's just crazy that it happened. It was so fun. Yeah, both safeties collapsed down on a, a guy running a post underneath, and James was like, "Hey, I'm here. Why open, baby?" Yeah. Um, so what a great first NFL catch, huh? I mean, just, uh, yeah, then he, I know he dropped one later in the game, but did, mm. did you see that block? I, I, I put it in the, our chat. I don't know if you, you saw that video. Yep. On the Justin Jackson touchdown run. Yeah. Um, across the field. Yeah. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah. So Jamo's a willing, willing blocker. So, I mean, he's, he's out to, to win, man. Oh yeah. We know he's a football guy through and through, uh, you know, he, his favorite position on the field isn't he wide receiver. It's gunner on the punt team. So the guy that runs yeah. down and makes a tackle on the punt. The it's, it's nice. So I like the way they're just slowly working him in because obviously he didn't do camp and everything, and he's getting his little touches. And I, you know, I think in the next couple of weeks they're gonna give him a featured, more featured role. Oh, absolutely, um, no doubt, no doubt. Especially if we make a playoff run, uh, then they'll, then they'll really try to feature him even more. But he doesn't need to because we got guys healthy right now, like DJ Shark. I mean, obviously, yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown, like a top 10 receiver in the league at this point. Josh Reynolds is back to being a contributor, which is great to see. Hey, um, could you talk about our new receiver? Who got us a late 
burst down in the. Wow, you want to get to it now, Panay? Pen- yeah, let's hit it now because it was a great. It's such an exciting play. This is why I think Ben Johnson uh, is just an envy of the league right now. His creativity in this offense is incredible. He gets literally everybody involved. Like at, the offense is just excited to go out there and probably practice every week because he's coming up with new plays. And defenses are not predicting it. Like he schemes guys wide open. We have not seen this in the past from Detroit Lions offense coordinators. It's been missing oh, yeah. for a long time. There are wide open people constantly in this offense. A lot of that has to do with the offensive coordinator and Jared Goff knowing where to put the ball too. Um, th- those two together are making it really flow. But man, great, great job they put Panay in motion and just roll him out to the flat <laughs> yeah. for a first down. I it was just awesome, especially him. In like the biggest game the Lions have played in the Brad Holmes era, it was so awesome. It says some of those still photos of him like catching the ball <laughs> are just so fun. <laughs> He's such a big guy, and uh, it, I, I was because we were talking about it at the game because you know how they run all those plays and they're always like number fifty eight is an eligible receiver. You know, they keep saying it. I'm like, I, I wish we before that play we we're like, I wish they would actually just throw to him. You know, and then they did. I was like, oh my god, it was so <laughs> so exciting. So oh, man, what an athlete, too, huh? What an athlete. He has better hands than Hawk. Hawk had the big drop in this game. It was a huge drop at a, a pivotal moment in the game. Um, yeah, I know most of the pod is uh, anti-Hawk, I, I've noticed in our <laughs> chats. I think he's a good player, and he was probably the second best uh, thing against us in this game. It's, oh, for catches. sure, yeah. He still had six <laughs> catches for 77 yards, and he was killing us. Yeah, and he did fumble at the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess he did technically. When they were doing the pitch and catch or whatever at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but man, th- this offense is just—I mean, look at this: Shark for ninety-four, Monra six for sixty-eight, Reynolds five for fifty-one, James Jameson obviously the big touchdown, Khalif two for nineteen, Zilstra two for eighteen, Swift three for eighteen, Justin Jackson one for twelve, and then Panay. Um, so just yeah. an extremely versatile offense. Everybody is getting involved every play. Um, it was a little. The, the Lions did not have uh, some great discipline uh, in terms of the key holding call a few times. Uh, Akuda had a bad series with the personal foul, and, and I, I thought a questionable pass interference. Yeah, uh, I thought that was bad, too. And the flag came out like 25 seconds later. Like, the guy's lobbying for it, and then they throw it. I'm like, and I thought the replay looked a little sketchy. There was a couple of calls in that game. I thought the, the uh, holding call on Logan Stenberg was a bad call. If, I don't know yeah. if you saw the replay on that, but yeah, no, bad call, bad call. Yeah, there was a couple like that, but yeah, you're right. The discipline wasn't quite what it was, but they they seemed to batten it down though as the game went on. They got more discipline. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, and no, I don't think did we have any false starts in this one? Uh, you know, I don't we, think we usually so. have our one false start a game. Uh, no, home. we did. We did draw them up. But, you know, they have the whole stat about the crowd. Right, right, right. False starts we get, you know, they always add it to the list. They had a delay of game, right? And uh, the false start on the other side. Yes, yes. And actually, you know, it's now they're on the discipline thing. It actually benefited us one time in this game. They were going to punt it. We went off sides on a punt for some stupid oh, reason. Yeah. It's always, I, I don't know how you can go off sides on a punt. Like, nobody's, no, there's no cadence on a punt. The, uh, the that guy a... says, ready, go. And then everybody waits for the snapper to snap. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it either. But that that was what a defining part of the game, though. Because they, absolutely, they were uh, um, they decided to go for it after that because they had only had fourth and like less than a yard. 
right. we stopped them. And it, that just split momentum there. And that was that the was that the same series where the next play was a a, a bomb to Shark? No, no, that was that, that, was, that was different. That was different. Oh, that was a different one. This okay. was early in the game. This was early yeah. in the game. All right. Sorry. I missed. It was a bomb. To J- it was a bomb to Jameson. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. J-Mo. <laughs> the J-Mo. Um, yeah. But yeah, great. Aguda did not have a great game, but he's, he's made the stuff on that uh, fourth and one on that play. So great job by him getting in there, making the play. He's been a great tackler this year. Up yeah. and down in coverage, but great tackler. And great they, in the run they, game. I mean, that, that, was, that, that was the key to Lions. You know, they give a boatload of yards in this game, but Delvin Cook, 23 yards only in this game. One-dimensional oh, yeah. Vikings team. I was thinking this Vikings team a little bit reminded me of the the uh, Lions when they were getting good before and couldn't quite get there. Because, like, Justin Jefferson, what do you have, like 220-whatever yards in this game? Yeah, 223. But they really weren't going to win that game. I mean, if, despite that, the Lions pretty much had the control of that game. Which is pretty amazing because that, yeah. that's what the lines are. We Calvin Johnson, you know, we put up all these statistics and then we right, never, right, never get it quite done. So it just reminded me of us a little bit, the <laughs> old Lions, <laughs> different Lions now. It it did worry me a little bit, uh, uh, with, with under four minutes because I didn't think Jefferson went out of bounds, and I was surprised they blew the whistle. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that because it, <laughs> it looked like to me that he was not out of bounds, and but the whistle was blown, so it, there's nothing they can't review it or. Yes, Whatever. and but, uh, you know the Lions deserve a break every once in a while, Bob. So yeah, <laughs> but you nice agreed with me it. on that, huh? That it didn't look like he went out of bounds. I didn't yeah, and the, the video, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it either. Yeah, but even but if it were... did, like I, I still have confidence that the Lions could have, um, um, still, still pulled out the victory. That, that yeah. this offense is just humming on. Oh yeah, all accounts. What's the? Uh, is it? I forgot what the statistic is, but it's five straight games with like 30 points or whatever it is. Like the first time since mm-hmm. 1954 that we've done that. So, oh, I didn't see that stat, but I like it. Yeah. I like it. And the Lions are like top seven like... DVOA now. Um, yeah. And such. I mean, what is the, uh, the, the, the Vikings have like a, their plus minus or whatever for scoring is, uh, it's, yeah, they, they have a negative point differential right now. <laughs> yeah. Por- that's how I was yeah. like, a point differential. A 10 and three team. And they have a negative point differential. Yeah, I think it was negative going into this game, and now it's even further uh, worse. So. It was it. So that um, uh, they're the, they're like ten above even now. Now they're one under uh, after this game. But still, like when you look at a team like the Cowboys or the Eagles, like their point differentials plus one thirty. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's what you expect with a ten and three team. Chiefs plus eighty six. Uh, yeah. Buffalo Bills plus one thirty two. So the but the that just tells you how lucky the Vikings have been uh, thus far. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you say? They have a horseshoe up their ass or something? Yep, that, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sounds painful, but it's winning a game. <laughs> yeah. They, now they are nine and one. And oh no, this wasn't a one score game. So they're still undefeated in one score games this year. Actually, the Vikings. Um, but it's nice to see the Lions. They had a fourteen point lead again against the Vikings, but they did not blow it this time. I they learned this is a team. This is a young team, and like one of the youngest defenses in the entire NFL. And they have they've shown a ton of growth since the beginning of the season. Obviously, because they're one and six, and now they're six and seven. Oh yeah. Um, I I wanted to also bring up my favorite part of the game and a reason that we absolutely love Dan Campbell is his. 
uh, willingness to go for it, even on his own 30. Box set to punt. Oh, they're oh. going to fake it. They snap it short. That is C.J. Moore, right side. He could go 40-yard line, 35-yard line, and knocked out of bounds deep in Viking territory by Jalen Rager. Uh, <laughs> with the fourth and seven or fourth and eight uh, fake punt run by C.J. Moore. C.J. Moore is our leading rusher after that one run, 42-yard run. Just a beautiful call. Completely game changing. You're, the Lions are up fourteen to seven at this point on their own thirty, fourth and eight, and they call for a fake punt. You just got the players. This is why the players love playing for him, and, and including everything else um, around. Yeah. Him. Just the confidence in his guys uh, to get the job done is it's awesome. I mean, even when he saw it in the Patriots game, we lose twenty nine nothing. We go for it on fourth down six times. Like he still has the confidence that his players are going to get done. Um, I know. Like, what did uh, Sewell say when he threw the ball to him? He's like. Campbell's got big nuts or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, And I did, you know, if we don't make the playoffs for some reason, the, the, we have a ton of momentum going into next year, and free agents are going to, are, they're on notice. Like, I think Connor mentioned that Lamar Jackson was already liking our, some, uh, you know, news things about the Lions. Like, he's clearly interested. There's news reports, like, months ago that said Lamar was already interested in coming to the Lions even before this season um not saying that i want him here but just the i'm the interest in free agency next year should be highly increased because the lions are this close to being the like a premier nfc team well uh, speaking of quarterbacks i mean jared goff's securing his position every week the way he's been playing i mean like i mean like you're like a lot of people like me you know when we got goff he was just kind of like a throw in like oh okay we'll have him till we get rid of him and draft somebody but he's been lately when he's got a full set of cards, you know, he's really a solid quarterback and he, and he's been protecting the ball too, which is nice. Yeah, absolutely. And now we got UJ on as well. Uh, so UJ, I mean, you're, Hey guys, hey. uh, you just woke up from your, you just woke up from your nap. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Well, it's old guys. You know, we need our, need our <laughs> Hey, the lions won UJ. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> uh, but UJ, I caught your last bit there. Yeah, Jared Goff. That was my favorite play, too, Z. Oh, that thing. was my favorite play, too, the punt. The Absolutely. Freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just the ballsiness to call it is incredible. I know. The, absolutely. I mean, no, 26 yard line, what, fourth and eight or wherever you said it was, just freaking unbelievable. And then Campbell has a thing for fake punch. So, how many is that? Is he, yeah. Break the record for oh, I saw what's uh, like our he it, it's I think it's corners uh, FIP or whatever. He's done seven fakes and six have been successful since FIP. Awesome. That's insane. Yeah, so it's it's amazing. They they're timing him. So right. Minnesota had no that, idea, man. That, they had no idea that indirectly helps with pun coverage too because those gunners um they can't they can't just speed down the field and set up for their blocks because they got to wait to see if there's like a hook route coming from the punter uh, on a throw on a fake punt. Yeah. So it allows the gunners to yeah. get down a little more aggressively. We've had great fun coverage all year. And that's that's coaching. I mean, we talk we criticize coaching when mm-hmm. it goes bad, right? But when you're getting six out of seven, you're timing those things right. Because you can't just always, you know, if they're always expecting it, they're gonna cover it. But they're timing them just right where you don't know it's coming, you know, it, and they're executing. Exactly. Absolutely. This is all about buy-in and trust, man. Players are buying in, they're trusting each other, and then yeah. They're just living it right now, man. They're. I just hope they can keep this going and keep that feeling going. You know. 
Yeah, and UJ, that's what it is. Relates to the fake punt, just the taking chances, the Penny Sewell first down uh, catch. Yeah, (laughs) how about that? Oh my god, (laughs) that was brilliant. I know you were at the game, which it had to be incredible to see it there. It was, but the announcer. Even the national announcer just—he was just kind of blown away by it. He's a what? <laughs> he couldn't—he couldn't believe what he was watching. You know, like this is incredible. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, what Campbell well, said: if if uh, yeah, lost are... weight, he could be an elite tight end in the league. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he probably yeah. could. Yeah, the guy is a freak athlete. And reminder: Seriously. he's only twenty-two years old. <laughs> twenty-two. Oh, he's and he's probably going to be a, his life, man. Isn't that crazy? And he's probably going to be a first or second team all pro already this year. Um, that was at least the chatter in articles I read. So, I mean, just really Sky's exciting. the limit, boys. The Lions yeah, have this four offensive line back next year, too, which is also really exciting. Um, it, That's what I like about this team is we built it through the trenches. I mean, we got, mm-hmm. especially on the offensive side. I mean, we're still working on the defense that's coming together. But that offensive line, they're just so consistent. And it gives golf time, and it likes it makes everything work. Yep. And pr- producer, uh, producer Kid J, uh, we were talking right before this. What is the Lions DVOA rank uh, on defense since the bye week? It's top ten, right? Uh, yeah, it's like it's like it's like uh, during maybe, their uh, winning uh, streak, uh, he'll, it's he'll like uh, it's, um, yep. they're like seventh, they're like eighth overall since their winning streak started, or since the since. Um, um, let you me mean since the bye week? Wow. Because they lost yeah, one since the their hot streak started, started. Yeah. Well, since they're like hot streak, yeah. whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, since yeah. the bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what a what a great turnaround for the defense. Uh, and uh, yeah. there's not one person we could point at necessarily. It's just they they are collectively just all playing. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson had the best game of his career in this one. Uh. I, I thought this was the best he game was of awesome. his career. He, he he showed up all over the place, run game. Um, I mean, he created a ton of pressures in this game as well. I mean, he was a force to be reckoned with in this game. And uh, the Vikings left tackles out, and he took advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, we gave up a shitload of yards in this game, in the passing game in particular. Mm-hmm. But, well, but it's still, the game was not in doubt. We They make stops, and they make key uh, turnovers. You know, it's it's... It's an opportunistic defense. Yeah. Having Akuda uh, in and out of the game uh, hurt us for sure. Because any time a Warrior is on the field, these offenses are just attacking yeah. him nonstop. And for some reason, they put a Warrior on uh, what, what a Jefferson. fall! From... Yeah. What a fall from grace for a Warrior, huh? After last year, we're thinking he's going to be the number two guy. And uh, he just, boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he looks, help, he he looks helpless out him. there. We could probably find like some practice squad cornerbacks to, to give us better uh, well, like, minutes on the field at this point. Coaches are showing a little confidence in him, though, to even play him in this game, considering that <laughs> last Minnesota game, he was so bad. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, true. But the, yeah. I mean, the, oh, the key man. in this one, again, I think I mentioned earlier that stopping Dalvin Cook on the ground was extremely important. Uh, huge play at the goal line. Uh, the Vikings try to throw a jump pass and tell the cook trying to get his uh, hands on the ball to make that jump pass uh, pretty much never had a hand handle on the ball and uh, bugs, right? Bugs is the one that uh, forces yeah, bugs the, forced the, the fumble. fumble. And then uh, yeah, Kirby Joseph, uh, you know, always around the ball. Uh, this is the 12th game in a row, by the way, the lions uh, have had a, have forced a turnover. So they, even when they're getting up a lot of yards, it, 
Mm-hmm. It's Ben. Ben, don't break. Uh, and the Vikings <laughs> broke right there. Uh, and it was a huge play. Now, Badgley couldn't turn into points, but still, it was still a seven-point swing, uh, regardless. Because that's the difference between the Lions having a lead at half yeah, or that was a game. that game. Yeah. I mean, the team hits, they're, they're hitting hard, that defense. I mean, that Mike Hughes had a good game, too. I, I don't know what statistically, but but he was uh, making some hits out there. He it's, did. Yeah. He did, actually. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, another standout yeah. uh, was Anzalone again. He's uh, He's been a beast lately. Like, this is, he's finally found his stride in this defense, and it is really fun to watch. Big Z's new that, favorite guy, Anzalone. I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> he, he, he didn't deserve a lot of love, but maybe <laughs> there was other factors out there that we, we just aren't able to see or understand uh, completely because he looks like a perfect fit in this defense uh, the last few weeks. But yeah, the defense. I mean, yeah, the the cornerbacks would be the low grade for this game, but the the linebackers actually are pretty. I would think they'd be pretty well graded in this game. They they play a pretty solid game. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, and a lot of that has to do with better D tackle play uh, with Bugs and McNeil uh, up the middle, uh, just freeing them up a little more. Um, guys like Pascal. I, I didn't see a card and do anything to statue yeah, he wasn't really noticeable me out there not sure what he did um yeah he played a good number of plays though Z. i think he played like 24 plays or something like that but i didn't really notice him out there either to be honest with you. yeah yeah i didn't either so. I, I mean knew he was there that he's back but i didn't really see much of a splash on the field yeah let me let me uh look up right now how many plays he got he had he was in 25 plays uh in this game from the edge so yeah James That's James awesome. Houston notches another sack. The Lions have the number one and number two uh, in sacks yeah. uh, for rookies this year. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's incredible. And he's only done it in three weeks. Incredible. <laughs> um, man, a lot of fun. That it's guy so has like incredible. really nice bend um, for Deion. It's it's kind of surprising he fell to the sixth round, actually. Um, well, he's different so. small school. Yeah. You know, they, he was a, mm-hmm. they found him. Yeah. Nice. Hey, but I don't know if you guys talked about this, but here, here's the thing about the Lions right now. They're just so much freaking fun. This is not, it's not like they're just winning some games. They're the darling of the league right now. They're actually being talked about all over the place, which kind of, I don't know. I kind of mixed emotions about all that a little bit. I mean, we've been, we've been waiting for this team to come around for so long and we deserve it. We deserve this. The fans do. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, uh, and we're, we're finally getting it. And this team is not just winning. They're winning in fun ways. I mean, this team is so much fun to watch. It's ridiculous. The, the stuff they're doing on the field is, is amazing. They're, they're efficient. They're disciplined. Campbell's just an incredible figure leading this team. This is just a, such a fun team to watch, man. It, I'm having a blast just watching this team. Oh, yeah. I'm not even th- honestly, God, I'm not really not even thinking about playoffs right now. I'm just enjoying the show that are, I'm getting right now. So whether we make it or not, which I hope we do, obviously, but uh, I'm just enjoying the ride right now. It is just beautiful to watch. Absolutely beautiful. It's fun. It's fun. I mean, and then, yeah, you know, we, we kind of get rid of the throw of the week, you know, because, I mean, Stafford was a gunslinger to make all these crazy, amazing throws. But I think in this game, I mean, golf has been heating up that 41-yard pass to Shark laid mm-hmm. it in there on the dime. Perfect. Oh, my God. Perfect. I mean, it's so... Maybe yeah. we break the golf throw of the week. I don't know if that we can make that a thing if he keeps doing this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
A lot of people are on the golf train now too. He's he plays a lot better at home. Like his numbers at home this year are ridiculous uh, compared to the road. And he'll, he'll have a big test next week against a really like a top five defense in the Jets. So that'll be a lot of fun. But the Lions, yeah, um, but they have their problems on offense. We'll, we'll get that in later a week. But I kind of like that the the way they're doing it. Like, I mean, obviously Goff has to be a leader out there, and I think he is. But uh, I think with Stafford with their management before they were relying on him to win games for them. And they were forcing the game on his back. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's tough to do for anybody. And, uh, obviously they it never worked yeah. out, but I think the and his Goff back game, has literally suffered for it. Yeah, <laughs> Goff, they're giving him a running game and, yeah. and a, a plethora of receivers. You know, he's, they're building the whole team, you know, and, and the quarterback has to, he's not just a game manager. I think he's better than that, but, uh, he doesn't have to like, rely on him to like make crazy plays to win games. Yeah. No. Well, well, here's the thing too, too, Bob, uh, the, the running game really hasn't been there the last few games. So, uh, he is kind of carrying this team. He's thrown 40 times a game last couple of games. I mean, golf is kind of carrying this team. Yeah. On agreed with a lot of help. His receivers are playing great and, and everything else, but, uh, the running game really hasn't been carrying this team at all last couple of games. So you got to get, Give it to Goff. Yeah. Seriously. That's kind of this Ben Johnson offense. So I think they're adaptable. I mean, when the run game's clicking, they can kind of pound teams like that. And it hasn't been happening lately, but they're passing it when especially when our receivers are all healthy. We have a hell of a receiving core. I mean, it, yeah. Hard to stop. Oh, yeah. And the and the downfield passing when this receiving core is healthy, uh, is astronomically better. <laughs> We we didn't see it at all uh, when these guys are gone, like against the Patriots or anything like that. Um, so it it is what it's great to see this team finally healthy and re- realizing like our full potential. It's amazing to see. I love it. It gives me a smile. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, hey, Bob, you were at, you were at the game again. The Jameson Williams catch. Now, Did, didn't it, the stadium just light up? Oh, yeah. I mean, it just oh yeah, it lit the place right. I mean. We're on a high right now, an emotional high, the fans and the team and everything. I mean, when he did that and he's running up and down the field, gives the ball to his dad. And I was, that was awesome. It was. I mean, it was just it was amazing. The whole team and, was pumped up. And he's up. so pumped up to be a lion. He's he's gotten all the JMO cheers. He's like, I never had that in college. You know, this is like different <laughs> for me. Like, people are so excited for him to yeah. be on the field. So he's loving it. And right. And we have barely even scratched his talent yet. I mean, he's what a, his first catch is 41. Yeah. Catch. It was amazing. I mean. I, I I think he's only going to get yeah. better. I know. I wonder what his thought process was when that ball, like it hung in the air forever. Like you said <laughs> uh, earlier, Bob, like it was a bad, bad punt golf or said he yeah. threw to him. Um, I just like, that's a lot of pressure actually. Like this is my first catch. I'm wide open. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Probably second. Um, but just amazing. Uh, th- this is. Well, even golf said when he saw him out there, he says it was, he, yeah. Even golf said when he saw him out there, he was so open. He, he was worried because yeah. maybe he's missing something or maybe there was a guy back there. He wasn't seeing or something. Mm-hmm. Can't be that open. And he underthrew it a tad. But anyway, yeah, I agree with you, though, Big Z. James, the first catch of his career, that had to be. <laughs> Man, but I mean, just go, I don't know. going back. He sounds pretty like a cool cat, though. Like nothing phases him too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going back to what you said, UJ, just. Isn't this, this is just so much fun. Like I was listening back to our one and six, like after we lost to the dolphins, uh, we went to one and six 
<laughs> we're like, oh, another game, a lot of points. We scored a lot of points. We just, you know, lost the same way we've been losing. <laughs> it was kind of sad. Uh, we were the, the Kool-Aid, um, you know, like when you drink a lot of like a, a powder drink, like the Kool-Aid now, you drink the powder in there, you mix it. Sometimes at the bottom, like there's that little residue. That's where we were at in the point of the Kool-Aid. It was really running low. We just had the residue in the bottom, but we filled it back up. Now it's overflowing. Um, and this is just, I mean, this is so much fun. Uh, I, they're just, the confidence we we ride in with each game is super high. I, I don't I don't want the season to end. I want them to go to the playoffs. Because as Bob and I were alluding to earlier, uh, before yeah. you were uh, able to come on you, Jay, uh, this is a team that nobody wants to play in the playoffs the way they're playing right now. Exactly. No one wants to play the Lions right now. We're dangerous, man. <sighs> dangerous. I know. It's so nice. It's so much fun. Oh my <laughs> god. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I I do hope that uh I I don't think Jonah Jackson played his best game, and I hope uh Evan Brown can get healthy because uh Stenberg played okay, but it, it, Evan Brown is a step above him in my opinion. Um, at right guard. Yeah. So yeah, I hope we can was... get him back. I don't think you were on yet, but I was saying your boy uh, Stenberg got robbed on that. They call a holding penalty on him, which is phantom. That was yeah, that was a terrible another call. Another bullshit call. That was a bullshit call. So yeah, was. that was. It's all right. We overcame it, though. Goff, Goff yeah. was literally like, you know, trying to calm the crowd down. The crowd was mad, uh, and they get the first down anyways right after. On a nice oh, poster yeah. out the Reynolds. So. <laughs> uh, it's good times. Good times to be a Lions fan. Absolutely. Uh, and man, yeah. it's just so cool that all the energy at Ford Field, um, and in just Lions Nation right now, it's just it's 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 great. What a great uh, you know Christmas time uh, spirit that we are. It is all hey, receiving. UJ before the game there, uh, I got there a little bit late. I mean, I saw the beginning of the game, but I got there late to what I usually do. But uh, the autograph table was Eddie Murray, and he had just like left, and I was like. Well, if you were there, he'd probably want to tell him off, you know, about that. I would tell him off. <laughs> he he altered the course of history for the Lions. Yeah. Oh, my God. So luckily I didn't have to encounter him. because <laughs> I died a little that day against the 49ers when he missed that field goal. Oh, my God. I know. And he was the best kicker in football back he then. He was. Eddie Murray. He was like the top. He was. And then he misses that. For our, younger, right? for our younger listeners, UJ, can you just uh, remind them what, what you're referring to? It was, I believe, 1983. We're playing. We're in the playoffs, and uh, we're playing this uh, San Francisco 49ers. Okay? Joe Montana. And it was a great game. And our Niners go up late in the game, and I believe it was Gary Danielson. Lee wills the team down the field by sheer willpower. And, yeah, Danielson. Uh, takes him out and gets him into Eddie Murray to a 42-yard field goal mm-hmm. attempt to win the game. 42 yards, it's nothing. Nothing. And he misses it wide to the right by like a foot. And just, it just, ah, it, I was, I died a little that day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and then the next game, of course, was iconic for the 49ers. Mo- Montana throws that touchdown to Dwight yep. Clark in the back of the end zone that they show all the time, you know. <laughs> the catch. That would have been us in that. That should have been us in that game going for the NFC Championship. Ah, man. The, Young guys don't realize how close yeah. we were that year. We were so <sighs> close. Luckily, man. those ghosts are being sent away with this new team now. New, <laughs> new direction, new era here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. This is a absolutely. Well, that's a good place yep. to um, 
end the podcast, but man, just uh, the Kool-Aid's flowing high, uh, and we invite all our listeners to spread the Kool-Aid to everybody else, uh, you know, and follow us on Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Let us know your thoughts. Do you think the Lions will make the playoffs? How far can this team go this year? Uh, and also, don't forget that we have two draft picks next year, including a top 10 pick from the Rams, most likely. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and they, the, the um, so good. The, what's the uh, Carolina loss? Or no, they won, right? So they helped the Rams pick by winning. Because Carolina was yep. competing yep. for that. We, we still have the fourth pick. Uh, yeah. As of now. So that's uh, pretty good. So, yep, 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 yep. Uh, so I mentioned Instagram, Twitter, follow us on there. Um, SidelineReport.com. Uh, thank you for hosting the podcast as well. Uh, go check out some articles on there. They host podcasts for us. But if you can't listen on there, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, please download, please subscribe, and please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. And thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. You, Jay, you're all off. All off. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Oh, my God. Um, we're going to practice. <laughs> we're here for rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, you know, everybody, we'll be back later this week previewing the road game. In New York, this time against the Jets, the second time Lions will be traveling to New York this year. So they've already been there, done that. Now they're just doing it on the AFC side. Uh, so it shouldn't be too difficult. Not too bad. Uh, but we'll get into all that later this week. Otherwise, thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate you. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 Lions. Lions. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.